Hey, Deviants. Thank you for tuning in to We, we Say, Say Weird, Weird Shit. shit would you look at the time welcome to another episode of we say weird shit we are your humble host my name is dave and i'm liz and today we have a guest all the way from india right yep and everybody say hello to push tea hi hi <laughs> hello <laughs> All right, Pushti, why don't you give us a, a little bit of, of background on yourself? Okay, um, so um, I, I'm an actress. I've been an actress for like 40, no, 30 something years, which is like a very large part of my life. And uh, besides that, I've also been a practicing witch for a better part of my life. So that's like an interesting combination, if you ask me. And I'm, I'm a healer and I'm India's first creatrix transformologist because I love working with women and I think they're the most important species on the earth. Sorry, men. But re I believe if you want to save the planet, we've got to save the women. You've got to rewire the women's nervous systems. That's what I feel. But I also feel that, you know, doing witchcraft is something that actually does that. We may not understand it like that because we see witchcraft as different. But I really believe it is about rewiring women. And besides that, I have been doing a lot of stuff. I'm a yoga teacher. I am a healer. I am a writer. I write films, short films. Uh, I, I've done a lot of stuff. So, you know, it can, it can keep going on. But uh, the most yeah. amazing part is what got me really interested in, you know, hooking up with you all today on this podcast was the fact that you asked about Halloween and ghost stories. Because yeah, I am... Absolutely. I am so full of them. You have no idea. I've had so many experiences, you know, and it's like since I was a little girl, I've had, I've had ghosts or apparitions, name it. I've had them crossing this window and going, can we talk to you for a second? I'm like, uh, no, it's too late in the night. You'd scare me. Get out. You're not welcome. <laughs> well, um, so I'm glad that you said that because Liz actually loves loves a good ghost story um do you have See? any under your belt that you would want to tell liz <clears throat> give me a number and i can start <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'll tell you one that is is very freaky because it involved my mother and my father okay so i've also done a lot of uh, uh mediumship channeling and talking to people's past uh, deceased relatives because they want to know stuff right and um, there's this one lady who came to me about I think 12 years back or something and she said to me listen I have to talk to my uh, daughter she's just passed away but she has left me something somewhere and I don't know where it is etc 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 I was like okay and she came to me right about an hour before I had to leave for a shoot that day and I said you know what let's try it if she comes in well and good and I called and she didn't come in at that time because this is about two o'clock in the afternoon so I said you know what she's not coming if at another time she decides to show up I will call you and I will tell you what she has to say just leave me your questions and she said okay fine whatever and then she's gone I'm gone I'm shooting half a day from two o'clock to about 10 30 at night and and it went on to roll till about 12.30 at night, okay? And I'm like, okay, fine. I came back home and I'm tired. I'm so tired because it was a dance sequence. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm trying to stand up straight and I can't. So my dad's gone to sleep in the room behind this one. And my mom, because she's watching television, she's fallen asleep in the living room, okay? And there's a door right here, okay? Right here for my room. So which is right next to the door for my dad's room. Suddenly... I hear, I'm half asleep and I hear this voice saying, pss, pss. and I'm going, oh, what? I'm like, oh, is my dad troubling me again? Because my dad was quite a jokester. Okay? And the thing is going, pss, pss. but it's coming from that side, not from this side. 
something. He noticed this and I turned around and I'm like, what? And she goes, I have to talk to you. I'm like, no, no, you're not welcome. It's too late in the night. Just go away, just go away, go away. And she goes, no, but I really need to tell you where I put the stuff. It's a little complicated. I need to get, I'm like, no, no, just, just go away. Please just go away. And she refused to listen to me. So there's a window, there's a window. And then there's the main door of the house like that. Okay. So what she does, I could feel this. Okay. She's swished by there like that. She swished by there. And suddenly my dad, who is, who sleeps like a log, you couldn't wake him up if you had a, you know, elephant blowing a trumpet in his ear, literally. Okay. You couldn't wake him up. And he suddenly wakes up and he's crossed that door and thinking, where is he going? He goes there, not just that, he opens the door and he shuts it. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, dad, why do you open the door? And he goes, yeah, because she wanted to come in. And he's ha- not half, he's like, he's 99.9% asleep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, she just wants to come. I'm like, who's she? There's only two she's in this house. One sleeping on the couch outside and one is standing here talking to you face to face. What's she? I'm too sleepy. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm trying to wake you up. He's like, don't drop me, don't drop me. I want to go to sleep, I want to go to sleep. Like, okay, go to sleep. And he's gone to sleep and I'm sitting in my room hall, literally almost under the bed saying, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to have. And she's standing there. Like, of course, I can't, I don't really see like a, an outline because I also have visual sense. I can see an outline and she goes, listen, just, I want to talk to you. And I am freaking out. I'm like, this is not done. Is not allowed. Just please leave. Just please leave. She refuses to leave. So I turn on all the lights in my room, in the entire house. And mother is like, stop it, turn them off. I'm like, no, go inside, go to sleep with dad. I'm not going to turn these lights off. So she just, even she's half asleep and she just goes, gets up, goes to sleep by by dad. And she's not even bothered. And I am freaking out. So I have a thing for the gods. I like them a lot. And we have like 33 crores in our country. So it's very handy. You can have whoever you wish. <laughs> and whatever I have, whoever I have around, I have picked all of them up and hugging them like teddy bears. I'm sitting in that space and I'm shivering. Because it's never happened before, you know. Nobody's ever been so, like, you know, doing this thing that they wanted or not listening to me. And I'm thinking, okay. And I'm like, listen, see this one, he'll butcher you, get out of here. Nothing doing. So I've put them all around my bed and I finally decide to lie down. All of a sudden, I feel like a matchbox. Because what she does is she gets hold of my energy. I wouldn't say soul, but the energy inside my body through my left toe. She pulls me out. So it's like this. Okay. If this is it, this, mm-hmm. you know, it, she pulls me out. So I go like this and I flip back again. And she did it twice. And I am getting dizzy because I am losing consciousness because of that. You know, because it was very strong and I'm going like this and I was like, oh my God. And there was like this voice in my head which says, stand up, stand up, stand up now. And I'm like, I can't even get up, forget standing up. I was lying down. I couldn't find my bones to actually bring me back. And it was that bad. But something, I don't know what it was, some guardian angel or whatever said, just stand up. Up. I'm like, okay, I will stand up. And I stood up and he said, bang your feet on the floor. I'm like, okay. And I'm banging my feet on the floor. I'm banging my feet on the floor. I'm banging my feet on the floor. And suddenly I can't take them. I just collapsed into the bed. And the next thing I know is I've woken up at like 12.30 in the afternoon the next day. Mm-hmm. But I have been so scared to do, you know, deceased relative thingies after that. I refuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, See, I was going to say, Dave is more of a skeptic where, mm. you know, I'm, I'm more of a believer that, you know, there's spirits around us. And um, when I was a little kid, we lived in a house that at night I would hear footsteps coming up my, the stairs into my bedroom. And I, it would wake me up and I'd look and nobody would be there. And my mom and stepdad would just, you know, you're crazy. It's not true. Stay Mm -hmm. in bed. And then, um, I mean, this went on and I was like four years old and, um, 
finally, as an adult, my mom said, I believe you because I saw something now. So I went my entire life before anybody believed that there was something in our house because nobody else had experienced it. But I think that like when you're open to it, that's when you see things or hear things. So it it is very frightening. (laughs) But the funny part is I've had them running around me since I was a little girl. Okay. And earlier they never used to scare me. Like, I actually remember laughing at that, you know, Night Shyamalan film. It says, I see dead people. Yeah. Whatever. I don't remember the name of the film. But I was like, oh, they don't show up like that, too. They're different. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but they don't show up like that. So, I'm not even watching your film. It's just gross. <laughs> it's that. But it was so weird because this was a scary experience. But I've had some really sweet experiences as well. Have you ever had sweet experiences with a ghost? Um, so I mostly would see a dark figure in our house and it Mm -hmm. scared me. Uh, one time I saw a light figure and I could see her face and it was a Mm -hmm. very pretty face and I felt calm and she was just kind of backing away from me and it was just a calming. So that's the only other experience I've had. So, I don't know. Have you heard of this place called Goa that we have in India? Mm-mm. It's like a complete vacation spot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody from all over the world comes to vacation in Goa because there is a lot of booze. There's a lot of smoking up. There's a lot of wild beach parties and etc. etc. And you know, everything that you can think of. But the thing is that I had just gone off there because I was tired of living in the city. And Bombay is a very, very tiring city to live in. Trust me, it's too fast. And I'm one of those, listen, you can talk to me at three. And I'm one of those, but it doesn't work in the city. So um, I just decided I'm going to go there. And I had to rent a house, right, if I'm living there. Because I can't live in a hotel because it's too costly for no reason at all. And I wanted to stay there for like five years. So I rented a house out and my friend said, listen, you know what? Uh, My uncle just passed away here. He passed away about uh, three years back. But, you know, there were these other guys who were living here. They were German or something. No, sorry, Russian. They were Russian guys. They were living here. So, you know, you can just like they've cleared out so you can live in there. I said, okay. And I got in there. And the first thing I'm sensing is the presence of an older gentleman. Okay. I'm sensing this presence, but it's a very sweet, very loving presence. And uh, I saw a huge altar, you know, outside. And she said, oh, you just take care of the altar. I said, see, there's one room that you're going to lock up and not open, right? Please put this altar in there because I cannot take care of such a big altar. A, I don't know your tradition. If I pick everything and want to clean it, I probably put them all back wrong, you know, which will be more troublesome than not. I said, I don't know how to do this. So it's not advised. She said, all right, we put it back in. And she put that in, but then still there's a little tiny altar on top with a very beautiful cross and picture there. And I was like, I adored it. I was like, amazing. So I'd clean it every day. I'd go light an incense there, light a candle, all of that. But, you know, there was this very, very sweet energy, this uncle energy. And she said, listen, are you, re- are you serious? Are you really feeling this uncle energy? I said, yeah, because, you know, it feels like X, Y, Z. And I described it and she goes, oh my God, that was his favorite pair of glasses. Those are his favorite chuckles to wear. I'm like, yeah, because that's what I can see him wearing. And he goes, yeah, yeah, perfect. And then one of the guys who was living there earlier, the Russian guy, he saw me entering that and he came running up. He says, don't go in there, don't go in there. I said, why? There's a ghost in there. And I said, yeah, really? He goes, yeah, he would trouble us at night and you don't know. And he's telling me horror stories. He said, my things would go missing and I'd leave something somewhere and it would be in someone else's room. And by the time he finished, it was this and this was missing and that was gone. And, you know, I lost my bank books and like, uh, never mind. Because I have, I'm friends with that ghost that you're so scared of. Okay. And I go into the... I go into the room and I, after I have this experience and I'm like, uncle, I know you're around. So listen, if you can please not scare me, just tell me what you need me to do. And I'll do it because, you know, I, I don't want to be scared by you. And I, it's not like I want to hurt you or anything. I'll even clean up your house. Those guys are really dirty. They were like stinky dirty. But I'm just, an, I'm a neatness freak. You might forget you had to clean that, but I will not. You know, so don't worry about that. And there was no troubling whatsoever. I got to decorate the place. I got to do this, got to do that. And the sweetest thing, okay, the sweetest thing was 
that one night i was writing at that time a lot and one night i was sitting in the writing room and my laptop was open it was charging my phone was charging it was like 4 in the morning and i was really tired then there were seven books open at various pages where i had to re- refer to stuff and things like that and suddenly i just fell asleep so fell asleep so i put my glasses out like that on this thing they were not shut they were open i put them on my book and all of that the pen i usually use ink pens so my pen was not shut you know it was unscrewed and was kept over there and i go inside to my bedroom and i fall asleep next morning i have woken up and my books are all kept like this all marked to the page that they were open to you know they were all kept there the laptop was shut because it was open earlier the, it was it was taken off charging the phone was taken off charge the pen was screwed in the glasses were neatly folded and kept on top of the books it was like i had pre arranged it and i'm looking at this and like i want to freak out but i know it's you uncle thanks a lot on my battery would have blown thanks so much you know i love you too tell me what you need i'll take care of you it that lasted for about 3 and a half years and we had a great relationship he actually you know he was such a respectable man he would not even come into the bedroom if i was sleeping literally mm-hmm. you could feel you could sense him sitting outside you know at the bedroom door he was that sweet and um, mm-hmm. then i i taken off to shoot and it took me about a month to finish that shoot and i came back and i had this really eerie feeling very eerie feeling that i that he's not there he's missing and i'm getting goosebumps just talking about it right now because you know once there is a presence somewhere and then that presence isn't there you can feel the emptiness because the air changes you know it shifts so i got back i put my bags down and i said first thing it is i called out on to my uncle why are you not here you know and there was no response of anything of any kind and i was like i don't like this so i called up my boyfriend i said listen You need to come pick me up. I'm coming to your place. I'm spending the night at yours. He's like, why? What happened? I said, because there, there's something wrong. I opened every place. I opened the bathroom. There were two bathrooms in the house. I used only one. I opened the other bathroom, and it's a it's a completely closed bathroom. I don't even use the other bathroom, right? I opened that one, and there is a fish bone in that bathtub, and there is a a snake skull, like. Mm-hmm. a whole it's lying over there and i'm like okay this is just wrong there is no way these two things could have entered mm-hmm. and i checked everything again but i don't know if you heard of these people called tantrics in india mm-hmm. it's a very big tradition tantra have you heard about it a little bit yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you know, not all of them are bad people. They're just really beautiful people, but they're misinterpreted because of their habits, uh, which also not understood. But some of them kind of do black magic, and they want to mm-hmm. control spirits because they can get them to work for them. And I had a very strong feeling that one of those tantrics had done something to capture Uncle. You know, mm-hmm. and I have not felt a greater sense of loss. and I was like this is mm. so not working i don't want this to happen and it just so happened because i so i have an altar and i pray every day so i just went up to my altar and i said ma ma is mother right so i went and i said ma please just if this is what i'm thinking is right just get me out of here the next morning i got a call for a series in which i was given the main lead and i had to leave that house and go away Mm-hmm. I, I've never gone back to that house. In fact, I'm going back to Goa after twelve years on the twelfth this month. Uh-huh. But oh, I I missed Uncle's energy so much. Mm-hmm. That is a like no breaking. Even every time I think about it. Oh. Yeah. Now, um, I actually so I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. just on a on a personal level in your environment. Um. Mm-hmm. So I am I understand that uh India is a very like religious country. Um It is, yes. So so how does uh you practicing witchcraft affect your environment? Uh first of all people don't understand it because they don't know what it is. Uh but uh, you know the the funny part is that you know I was studying witchcraft with a teacher in Ireland and she would laugh at me because she said do you know where it all comes from it comes from your spiritual and religious texts 
so if you um if you talk to them in that way that oh you know what i'm just following our texts and i'm doing what our texts had to say we should do it's they're, they're okay with it but if you say witchcraft if you say i'm a practicing witch they have a huge issue because they feel there's something wrong there because they don't know about it really right but the very highly uh, aware and understanding ones they don't have an issue with it because they're like yeah yeah we understand that because for example you know uh, oils and healing is a very big part of witchcraft and mm-hmm. in our in our tradition our grandmothers still use the same recipes and it's pure magic like you know if you're hurting there is a leaf growing outside your window if you're living on the ground floor of course there's a leaf growing outside your window she'll pick it up she'll chew it you know she'll do that and she'll put it on your on your wound and the next day you realize there is no wound anymore if that's not magic what is and that's exactly what we're taught you know image craft in a way one of the ways but it's like you know different fields or different streams of witchcraft so you've got to kind of pay attention to those mm-hmm. some of yeah. them are digestible some are not well isn't well, uh, you know, that's kind of like a wiccan i mean here if you say you're wiccan a lot of people just assume like oh you're into black magic but i think it's more of a spiritual and being one with nature so um i i mean that's a, that's exactly yeah. what it is Um, when I was trying to find myself religiously back in high school, um, for a mm-hmm. brief stint, I did actually study Wicca. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was, uh, it's probably the one religion that made the most sense to me. Um, but not enough for me to pull out of being an atheist. Um, cause that's, that's what I, yeah, I'm a outspoken atheist, but I'm not, I'm not the kind that, that, tell somebody that they're wrong for what they believe, you know, right. um, because I'm open to listen to anybody. Um, mm. I'm a skeptic. Yes. But at the same time, I'm not so firm in my beliefs that I'm not open enough to hear what you have to say about, you know, uh, being a Christian or, you know, um, Hare Krishna or whatever. Yeah. Um, and because I've had that background in Wicca, I actually can relate a little more with what you're saying. Actually, the fun part is that, you know, uh, although I am an Indian as such, um, the religion here, if you look at it honestly, the ancient religion of the country is just nature worship. It's nothing else, really. Which is why we have, if you realize, we have a god for everything. Every single thing. There's an animal god. And not just one animal god. There's, there's, you know, there's a boar and there's a tortoise and there is like a cat. And there is all sorts of animals, you know, all sorts of animals who are worshipped. Then there is the power of nature. Like there is a wind god, a fire god, a, like a water god. Everything, everything. All, the, all nature has a god, separate ones. And there's a god for love and there's a god for war and there's a god for jealousy and there's a god for something else. And, you know, it's just that everything everything here has been deified okay but if you look at it it is not about worshiping them it is about looking at what they stand for that you end up worshiping does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, it's it it's just yeah because it's actually really amazing when when i need, okay if i'm feeling really hot and i need the rains to come there is a rain god and i'll be like okay you need to send some of you down you know and you be mm-hmm. you be very very surprised that they do respond at least i have always had the experience of them responding you know i've had such experiences that people are listening you're just bluffing just like oh, sorry <laughs> yeah it's just, just like stop it you know you're just like i'm like no really i okay so i was in i was in ohio 3 years back okay and it was freaking freezing it was supposed to be spring break and there was winter and spring break because the snow had fallen and cyclone happened and something like that and i'm like this is not fair you can't ruin my vacation like that because i can't take the cold too much right because i'm born in bombay bombay is not a cold place or was not a cold place now apparently we've got a warning that's going to start hailing next year but the whole point is that i was in that space and i was like okay and i literally took 10 minutes on a bus station to pray to the god of fire i said you need to light up my belly please i cannot take this and i actually ran around the entire uh, 15 days 
in a thin cardigan mm-hmm. literally and my cousin who is there goes how i not running in a cardigan when i have stayed here for like i've been here for 20 years now and i am cold i am shivering how come you are running around in a cardigan you've just come but you know the thing is he doesn't know how to pray he doesn't know how to use the elements for his benefit and what happens is you know once people start realizing that we can use elements for our benefit they don't like it because not everyone can do it you need to have a certain kind of connect and you need to be i don't know how to put it but you need to actually take it for granted that it's going to happen if you ask it to happen mm-hmm. because you end up asking with a lot of love you don't order them around you know you don't order them around you actually request them you tell them you know this is what i need can you give it to me and they never say no you know one thing that i don't understand about witchcraft is when they say that i command you to do so and so no i always change that to i request you for so and so you know <laughs> my my rituals have always been about requests they've never been about commands you know and i'm like that's what i need if you don't mind you know and they're like yeah okay we'll do that for you i've never had any deity or any energy say no till now mm. It's like that. <laughs> so you were saying that you were in Ohio. Coincidentally, that's where Liz and I live. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't know yeah. much about it because I was picked up from the airport, taken to the house, kept there, taken to somewhere else, and then got back home. <laughs> I was just picked up and transported from place to place. <laughs> yeah. You said um, that was what uh, two years ago? Three around three three um, and a half years ago. I don't exactly remember oh, when, but yeah. 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 yeah, we've had some pretty cold springs recently, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just my vacation to go for a toss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and who vacations in Ohio anyway? <laughs> oh, it was not really a vacation. Oh, come on, don't laugh at me. It's not really a vacation. It was just going to meet my cousin because I was in LA. I was studying. For, I came for a three-day conference when I was talking. I finished the chat and I said, listen, I'm coming. And he goes, it's cold. I said, I don't care, I'm coming. It was not a vacation. I just called it a vacation. It was just like a meet and greet with the cousins. Well, I'll tell you, if you do find yourself in Ohio again, you're always welcome to look us up. We can at oh, least take you around so you can see some sights. Yes, um, please, because otherwise I'm lost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not much here, but we know where, where we know where the hot spots are. Um, <laughs> not really. We, uh, the hot spots are house usually. Mm-hmm. But well, I'm coming to your place. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll do that. Um, so, uh, so go, getting back on track with the uh, with the Halloween scary stories, mm. October type stuff. Um, all right, all right. So, so I'm still uh, I'm still skeptical. Feed me. Give me some more. <clears throat> thinking, computing rather than thinking. Uh, okay, so a sweet one, not like a bad one, like a sweet one. Um, I remember the. I was living alone. I mean, I've lived alone a lot in my life, right? So I was living in a very, very beautiful, big house, like two bedrooms and huge kitchen, living room, and all of that. And it just so happened that uh, I was I was in the living room, and I had humongous French windows. I love French windows. So I had huge French windows, and it was raining that night. Okay, and. An uninvited friend decided to drop by, and I don't really like him at all because he keeps hitting on me, and I keep saying no, but doesn't listen. So I was up to mischief that day because I was just a little high on my meditation. I don't drink, I don't smoke up, but I I meditate and I get high. So I was a little high that time. I said just finish meditating, and uh, he came in and he started yapping and he started hitting on me, and I said listen, just stop, don't do this. And he's like, okay, you know, I challenge you, show me something. Okay, I'll show you something, and then you know you say challenge me and cha- challenge you and show me something means you know my antenna starts working, and I was it started lightning in that moment. Right? It was raining already, but started getting more intense. And I said, okay, can you see that lightning, that streak of lightning? He said, yeah, yeah, it's very far away. I said, can I call? Maybe I can call it closer. And he's like, listen, just relax. I said, no, I feel like I feel like touching it. I'm going to call it closer. He's like, what is wrong with you? I said, no, just sit. Don't worry, just sit. And this was like one fatal blow for him, okay? Because after that, he's never gotten in touch with me. And I just literally like spoke to the gods of lightning, and I said it out loud. I said, "I love you. Come closer." 
and I, and I meant it because I do love lightning. I get high on lightning. And I was like, lightning like crazy last night. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just said, I said, come closer. And literally, if this is my window, this is where it happened. This earlier it was there. It happened here. The next one within the next 10 seconds. Had I stuck my hand out? I mean, had I stuck my hand out, I'd have been struck by it. It was that crazy. Mm. You know, but thankfully, uh, the, you know, the entire place is fortified, etc. So no, no harm for anything. But after that, I also told him, I said, go into that room. Someone's waiting for you. And he's like, no. I said, try it. Anyway, he was freaked out, but he was trying to act cool. And I think he peed his pants a little bit, not too much. And then he went to that room and I had requested... One of my angels, I said, listen, just can you just appear in there and you know, scare him? Just appear in there and be sweet, you know? And that's what he saw. He saw the angelic apparition over there and he ran out of the door without saying anything to me and he's never come back. Ever, ever. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of known to do silly things like that. Sometimes, not always, and I don't like scaring people, but you know, some people like this need to be dealt with without dealing with them. You know what I'm saying? So I did kind of deal with him, thankfully. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there is just so much magic in everything. There is so much magic in everything. Mm. It's not, uh, it's not funny. It's all there. Like, Dave, yeah. you know what? I'm going to have to come and meet you to actually give you an example. I would love to have an example. Um, yeah, that would be fun. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm always, like I said, I'm always open to that kind of thing. Um, doesn't, you know, my, my beliefs and everything have been kind of hard earned from tragedy in my life. So it's one of those things that like, I, I don't know if I'm like searching for purpose or if I'm just like hard set, but like, I'm, I'm always open to it and I'm always open if, That's you know, where, where you would say, where you would say magic, I might say coincidence. Um, sure. But if it's too much of a coincidence, you know, you never know. I I, I could be swayed. Um, but uh, so as far as it goes, um, going back to your environment and whatnot, your parents are they open mm-hmm. to your lifestyle? They don't understand anything about it. And they're just like nah. too old. They're too old age-wise. And also they're too, um, their minds are too set in their ways. So what I have done is I've kept a nice balance between not showing them this side of me in a way that troubles them. You know, they see everything. They see my chalices and they see my daggers and they see this and they see that. And they're like, what is this? And why do you have all this in the house? I said, no, it's just it's so cute. Look at it. It's so pretty. That's how I do that. deal with that <laughs> ornamental value. But otherwise, you know, they're all like, but why do you keep shutting your room? I've seen it. My mother goes, I have seen it every, every moon, dark or new. You always shut the room for two hours. What do you do? I said, why don't you come and sit with me one day? And she's like, okay, I will then. (laughs) And I did the entire thing without any equipment. Okay, because you can do it. It's just about, it's in the calling. So she said, yeah, yeah, you were sitting with your eyes closed, but I felt like someone was moving. I felt something was happening. And she's a skeptic too, right? So she goes, I felt something was happening. Someone just tapped me on the shoulder. I said, mom, what's wrong with your imagining stuff? And she goes, yeah, I probably am. <laughs> so I'm like, see, I'm just a good child. I'm meditating, ma. I'm a good Indian girl. I meditate and I do yoga. Come on. that's what i do i don't i don't get all like you know but she did happen to see one of those pictures that really freaked her out because after one um one meditation it (coughs) excuse me it was on halloween but it was the the moon before halloween right (coughs) sorry it was the moon before halloween and uh, i had a bunch of friends come over and do the ritual with me and it just so happened that after the ritual got over, we were all, you know, having a fun thing, you know, yappering away. And one of my friends, he's standing next to me. So oh, let's get a picture. Let's take a picture. I'm like, oh, okay, let's take a picture. And we're taking a picture. And when we saw the picture, this is on our phones, right? There was an orb of a little boy 
it was not a girl it was a little boy an orb it had like one long teeth one long tooth and it had a earring in the ear literally and i didn't say that actually my friend saw it says can you see that over there i said shut up what is all this and i saw it and it was right in my womb space where a soul would wait to be born mm-hmm. and i'm like what the hell and i started getting freaked out nicely because for the past 3 or 4 months before that i kept telling my friend man i think i'm pregnant i think i'm pregnant i think i'm pregnant and she said like, what is wrong with you woman you're like the most you know you're like the most i don't know how to put like like locked woman i've ever seen nobody touches you why would you ever be pregnant and like i don't know i think it may just be like a divine conception or something like that but i think i'm pregnant and after that day when i saw that i freaked out and i went and got a cleaning done you know like a soul cleaning done and there was i was hypnotized into figuring out who it was and it happened to be a little boy okay it happened to be a little boy who described himself as someone who wore a earring in his right ear and that's what i saw in his right ear and uh, he had one long tooth apparently and then he kept saying the same thing over and over again to the girl who was doing that session she said she told me she's going to bring me she's going to bring me she has to bring me she has to bring me bring me and my friend was like what do you mean bring no she has to give birth to me i have been waiting for 4 months and my friend had goosebumps she's like okay fine we'll talk about this later right now you need to leave and he did not leave actually and i got out and she's telling me woman you have a son waiting in your womb for the past 4 months and i write okay i write like every single day i have like such thick diaries like such thick diaries and i write what i feel every single day and four months before that you could have actually seen me write i don't know but i feel like i'm pregnant there is a boy inside me it's like a, i'm going to have a son literally and i had written this i have a feeling he's going to grow up to be a complete punk he's going to have earrings and he's going to have i don't know why but i kept saying he's going to have dracula teeth mm-hmm. yeah i i i had the, that diary somewhere but it was very freaky when she actually told me this is what it is and this is what actually came out and she's got a recorded session of that boy coming out and talking to her i don't need more proof dave <laughs> <laughs> so um is it, i know you said your parents don't uh understand what you do but does anybody else in your family um kind of follow what you do or are they able to speak with spirits or anything or is it just just you it's just me i'm the outcast <laughs> yeah no nobody else but uh, actually i do have an aunt who is very perceptive but uh, she doesn't mm-hmm. want to open that part of her perception she is about 93 now right so she doesn't want to open up that level of her perception but she i believe she is a nature witch because she's one of those women who you know one of those women who will actually oh you you're hurting okay do this your this is happening do this you know she is been someone who's helped people as a midwife she's been someone who's just gotten people back from crazy spaces you know and all with natural remedies and stuff like that so i believe she is someone who will und- who does understand but she's not open to having a conversation about it yeah hmm because vika in Paganism, Vicca, etc., is a relatively new art form here. You know, they don't understand it as something that's been born here. And like I said, we have so many gods; we're too busy. We're too busy in deciding which one we actually like. Then someone else coming from outside is like export. We don't need it right now. <laughs> yeah, and you know that's something that uh, I've heard of before. You know, with uh, you know India having literally a ton of gods. I don't know if I could. Apparently. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I'd be able to keep up. Um, but I mean, you're conditioned that way from birth. You know, this is this is for this. This is for this. You know. Um, but with uh, you know, with us, as far as I don't know if you know a whole lot about Christianity and all that. That's the like religion. the main religion. 
that's the main religion here in the States. Um, and it has, whether people like to admit it or not, it has a lot of political sway. Um, yeah. And it's, <clears throat> it's kind of crazy how, like, how that affects us as a community or affects us as a, as a country. It affects us, you know, even down to the state level. Um, is it like that there, or is it just a personal belief and your family it's, it's in a household rather than an entire community? Earlier, it was a more widespread thing. Like an entire village would go and pray to one God or goddess. Usually it's a goddess for the village, right? Then it would come down to be a a goddess for the area and then the house and then your particular, um, altar space right it was like that but what has happened now is okay so uh, the the city i stay in is called bombay now earlier it was called mumbai okay which if you if you uh, spread apart it's mum and it's bai bai is woman okay and mum is just the word the thing is <clears throat> there is a goddess called mumba devi whose temple is the oldest in this city after which this city was named Okay, so that is why it was called Mumbai. Okay, in uh, in reverence to Mumbai Devi. But uh, what has happened now is because we also have like this Hindu thing and this Muslim thing and the Christians and this um, Sardars. You know, it's a different uh, religious communities and uh, they follow different religions. They follow different gods. They follow different understanding of everything. Which is why the politicians have now started taking over and there is communal riots. There's like a Hindu going up against a Muslim and there's a Christian going up against a Punjabi, uh, like a Sikh. And, you know, they want to kind of put everything together. A Christian and a, and a Muslim will get together and go against a Hindu and a Sardar. You know, that is what is happening. But it was very tiny earlier, but now they're just making it really, really big. And the funny part is, you know... Um, the, I don't know if you heard of the Taj Mahal in Delhi, in Agra. Quite famous. Yeah. 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 So now what has happened is some politician has gone and said that there is a Shivling. A Shiv, have you heard of Lord Shiva? He's pretty famous actually. Mm-mm. Okay. So he's one of the famous guys. You should look him up. He's quite hot actually. I really like him. So we'll seriously, he's like a dream come true. Pardon me? I said, we will definitely do that. Yeah, he's quite cool, actually. He's the one who's like, you know, all doped up and smoked up and, you know, all drunk half the time and still a god. But he's the hottest of the lot, according to me. So, oh, he's the typical bad guy. But he's very famous and he's very useful. He, like, really has control over practically everything. So, uh, a shivling is his, uh, what do you call it? It's, it's a symbol for him. Okay, it's a symbol. Basically, it's a phallic symbol. And now, uh, the Taj Mahal was built by a Muslim um, emperor for his wife. Right? So now, mm-hmm. everything everything about it is very Muslim, the way people talk about it and all of that. But suddenly, we have a politician who's gone and said, if you dig up the Taj Mahal, if you break it up and look under it, you will find a shivling under it. You will find a shivling under Makkah Medina also. You know, Makkah Medina is it's a very big a pilgrimage spot for the Islam people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's beautiful, you know, they have their belief, they go there and they do their thing, like just like we have pilgrimage spots, like everyone has, you know. And if what they're doing is they're telling people that everything is Hindu. There's no there's nothing else. Which is not true. Which is mm-hmm. probably not true. And even if it is, that's all right. You know, that's all right. Right now there's something else on it. Why can't you respect that? So it's, it was not there, you know, but they're really doing that. They're making it like that constantly. They're kind of getting people to fight about things and the political parties are very happy about it. So there is a large impact of how the politicians want to work with people, divide and rule, you know, divide and conquer, whatever. And they were, yeah. they're trying to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. And now, I don't know if you heard about this, but there is this whole boycott the film piece happening in India right now. Okay. So we have someone called Amir Khan. He's a very big actor over here. 
and uh, he has just remade Forest Gump. Okay, and he's called it Lal Singh Cheda. That's the name of the film. But of course, he's adapted it to an Indian sensibility beautifully. Apparently, I haven't seen the film, but that's what they say. But he's a Muslim. Khan is a Muslim surname, so he's you know. Uh, I I heard that they said boycott Lal Singh Cheda the film because Amir Khan about twelve years down the line had said that I feel uncomfortable with how. uh something about hindus and muslims something he said about that I, i don't pay attention to these things but that's what they said that you know because he said that should boycott the film now to mm-hmm. he said it in whatever moment he was 12 years ago why are you doing yeah. it now like that's so stupid yeah and suddenly there are at least 5 7 or 12 films that have suddenly gotten boycotted and they're good films apparently and they all failed at the box office hmm This whole religion thing is getting too much now. Yeah. I don't know. I rather enjoy watching the Indian remakes of things. Um, recently, we just watched a, uh, an Indian remake of uh, Thriller from Michael Jackson. I don't know the remix that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'll have to send you a link to it. I don't want to look at it. Yeah, do that. Please do that. Yeah, because it's really funny, you know. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that I don't like watching all these things at all because I don't like watching half the films we make. Honestly speaking, right now I'm really high yeah. on Korean stuff. Oh, steals my heart. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the boys are so cute. I can't take my eyes off them. They're really cute. I dream about them sometimes. Not good, but I don't. <laughs> but no, really, hey. the thing is that you know what? They just make so much more sense. Yeah. I guess because I've lived in India, the Indian culture that they try to show in film is boring to me. And uh, what they've tried to do is they are now not living up to our culture. Very few are, but you know, people are trying to ape the West over here. Like there is a show called um, Two More Shots, which I believe won something at the Emmys also this year. And it, you know, it's all about Westernizing an everyday person. I'm sorry, but you know what? It's not just about me finishing work, going out to have a drink, you know, and having random sex and using swear words or wearing a typical kind of garb. It's not just that that I am about as an Indian. There's so much more to me, you know. There's so much more to me. The thing is that you know you're kind of shutting all that off, and you're just trying to. It is almost like, in a way, from the outside that I've seen it packaged. It's a very like, Sex and the City, but in Bombay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and now that it got recognition <clears throat> at the Emmys, people are going to follow that because they think that's the way to get recognition, right. you know. And the fact that they What's need that? recognition from them. Sorry, what are you saying? Uh, oh no, I was going to say, well, it's very influential, you know, like television. Yeah. It's 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 extremely influential. Um, but uh, so I don't want to cut this short or anything like that. Um, we uh, we have a. Another guest coming on in fifteen minutes, so I'm going to go ahead oh, yeah. and uh, I will go ahead and just give you a stage. Um, you tell us what uh, what's up next for you, um, like acting. Do you got something coming up? How to reach you on socials for our listeners? So I've just finished writing a short film, which uh, has been. Uh, has been spoken about to take to Cannes and I'm going to be acting in it as well so next year for Cannes maybe that's a film I'm also writing uh, an Indo-Korean film right now which my Korean counterpart wants me to perform as well so that should be interesting um otherwise I'm not doing much on film but like I was telling you at the beginning I am the first Indian to actually have studied creatrix and I'm the first transformologist in the country and I'm actually looking forward to working with as many women as I can like I said rewiring them will help us rewire the planet so that is what I'm very very passionate about and you guys can reach me on my um, facebook profile it's pushti p u s h t i e which is a crazy spelling but it's a simple name it's pushti i don't like coffee so i push it I, I I don't like tea, so I push it away and I bring close the coffee. So it's push tea, right? <laughs> Very simple. <laughs> so that awesome. and uh, my um, huh, Instagram handle. I'm sorry, I keep forgetting words. My Instagram handle is the same. Push tea. That's it. That's my socials, and that's what I'm going to do next. 
And uh, on a on a personal level, um, we'd like to have you come back on as a medium as well at some point. Would you like um, the opportunity to do that? Can we talk about that later? Absolutely. <laughs> because I'm um, freaking out. <laughs> I don't want to look to my left because the window there and she walked in through there. So I'm a little scared, honestly speaking. But maybe I could do it. I don't know. But I'm also a tarot well, card reader. So I could probably use my tarot cards to do mediumship for you. Okay. Uh, well, keep in contact with me. Um, you know, uh, become friends with Liz and I on, on Facebook. Absolutely. and. um uh, I would also, um, I don't know if Liz would be into this, but Liz is putting together a ladies' night. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is something that you would have to do probably early in the morning, one of your, okay. uh, on your time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe you and her can uh, kind of get together with that and do a ladies' night podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Why not? Absolutely. I'm all for it, Liz. All right, Push T. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for telling your stories. They were very, very enjoyable. Um, And then when you come to Ohio, please, please look us up because you seem like you'd be a lot of fun. (laughs) I'm hoping Um, and I will definitely take you up on that. I'm coming home for you. (laughs) And I I won't forget, I'll bring a couple of my spirit friends so, you know, we can give you samples. We will hold you to that. All right, Push (laughs) T. You have a great night. And for everybody else here, um, I want to thank you for tuning in. We have been your humble host. My name is Dave. And I'm Liz. And we'll see you next week. See ya.